podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. Hey everyone, this is Mike. Uh, the Fin Fans Podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network. Hey everyone, it's Wednesday and I'm here with Kirk Marks. Hello Fin Fans. And Jim Johnson. Hey, good evening everybody. Well, it's been a busy week with the Combine and uh, all the interviews and uh, all the writers going nuts with the quarterback situation and... Uh, I think they're trying to ruffle feathers because every article you read, somebody else is the guy, you know, they want. You know, it's funny. Uh, it's Herbert. It's, uh, you know, Tua. It's uh, Jordan uh, Love or whatever his name is. You know, it just it makes me crazy. So anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, free agency. We started last week. Uh, we talked about some of the uh, defensive linemen. Uh, we want to talk about uh, linebackers and the secondary today. Jim? Yeah, I'm here. Well, I know I know you're here. Um, would you like to talk about the linebackers? Well, you know, we uh, you guys kind of threw me under the bus for putting some uh, big time defensive ends up there as far as contract numbers. But uh, you know, you you look at the the linebackers that uh, are available, and you know, you've got the Blake Martinez type guys who are going to be high end units. Uh, I like Martinez. He's a great fit, really, for most any team, but. He has been a little bit inconsistent, and I think he's going to get a giant contract. So I don't, I don't see him being really somebody they're considering too much. I think they're going to consider over the cap uh, estimates. He'll get about nine million a year on a four-year contract. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I figured it'd be nine or ten anyway, and uh, I don't see them. I really don't see them going that way. I think they still feel that. Uh, you know, the linebackers that we have are getting the job done. You know, McMillan was coming off an injury, but I just, I don't know if I see them making a big move at linebacker right now. Do you think that injury is still affecting McMillan? Because, I mean, he's a year removed from it. Well, I'm talking about, uh, didn't he have a, a small injury towards the end of the season and finished on IR or something? I honestly don't remember. Yeah. You, Kirk? Yeah, I think, I think he, did, uh, he yeah. did get hurt towards the end. Yeah, I think the last two or three games he was on IR. It wasn't a major injury, but it was like, uh, you know, why push him through it? You know, I he was our best rated linebacker. And, and my my thoughts is that, that I just don't see them looking for that $10 million guy right now. I think they're going to try to try to use the draft or some other depth players, you know, a potential mid-range mid type of contract linebacker, not somebody that's going to be an all-pro or anything, but somebody that's going to add some depth and possibly some experience to the crew for now until they're able to plug in some more youth at the position. You know, there's a, there's a guy that uh, uh, Nick, uh, Kwiatkowski, he's a linebacker. He's playing for the Bears. Uh, he's 26 years old. He was a fourth round pick. You know, uh, a six foot two, 240 pounder. He's a great run, uh, run assist. You know, middle type linebacker. Uh, I know that's not great for for coverage type things, but I think he's going to be an affordable player. That's 
better than average and can really contribute, especially in the run game. And he has been used in an all, you know, all around linebacker positions in the middle. So, you know, he's a guy I think they could, they could go after that, that should be available because the bears are, you know, they're going to be cash strapped to some degree. They can't keep a lot of these guys. And then, uh, the other guy that I was looking at at linebacker is another lower profile guy, and I, I hope I get his name uh, half decent, is Kamali Correa. Uh, he's another 6'3", 240, uh, fifth-year linebacker. He's 26 years old. Uh, he's been a little bit up and down, still young, but can play inside and out, flexible, and, and Flores and the, the company like that. So should be relatively inexpensive so you know those are the types of guys i think they're going to be looking for somebody that's got a few years under their belt uh and won't break the bank and can add something to the team defensively okay uh, i can't disagree with you i mean i i think that's you know you want to look you want to find the guys that are 26 27 years old and and maybe ascending as opposed to uh 30 years old and, and regressing yeah, and that's the way I looked at these guys because there's a lot of, you know, 30-year-old guys. But, yeah, Vontaze you know, Perfect is out there. Yeah, well, yeah, that's a head case we don't want to deal with. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I looked at lots of these guys, and they're just, I, you know, it's it's that's yesterday's news. You know, we're a young team. and Jamie you know, Collins may have a good couple of years left, yep, but, you yep. know, he's going to cost you. Oh, yeah, big time. All right, so, uh, Kirk, how do you see it? Well, I'll start off with our uh, our guys. Okay. Uh, Beagle and a Guavin. I'd like to see them get a shot for us to be able to keep them. But I have four names on this uh, free agent linebacker list that I like, and I, I was looking for young, for young guys, and I noticed that there's two that the Rams have that they're not going to be able to, uh, to afford unless they do some real salary cap changes. And the first one's uh, Corey Littleton. Well, he's he probably has, you know, the, he best, the best linebacker available. Yeah, I definitely was looking at him, but I, I didn't figure it would be on the table very well. Well, I'm looking at it this Probably. way. We're not going to – we have two years to, you know, get this together. Uh-huh. We, have, we have salary cap money. We're not going to be able to go out there and, and spend a ton of money on a lot of positions. But we could use an inside linebacker, and we're going to have to pay for one, I would think. And I don't want to pay for somebody that's a, a journeyman or, you know, up there in age or anything like that. I'm looking for – one good guy that's going to fit in with the rest of the youngsters, and we throw some money at him, and we see how it goes. So we had already you had talked about Blake Martinez, which I had thought about earlier, but there's also the the kid from Cleveland, uh, Joe Schobert, and he's coming off a rookie contract also. So there's you know there's four guys out there. I'd be happy if we could get one. If we have to throw nine million dollars at a at a young linebacker, then I, I think we should do it because somebody's going to do it. Well, pro, pro football focus and over the cap feel that uh, Littleton and, and uh, Schobert will both make more than that. They have uh, Schobert at uh, $11 million and Littleton at $12 million. And these are just averages, you know, per year. Right. Uh, and that's for, for how many years? Four-year deal. So we'd get a young, we'd get a young uh, good linebacker for four years. Well, you, you give them a four-year deal, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're keeping them four years. You know what I mean? They're, uh, they're both – well, Sherbert's a little bit older. He's 28. Uh, Littleton is 26. Yeah, CBS Sports had a top 100 uh, free agent list. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, Little, Littleton was number 14. And uh, 
Schobert was 36. You know, these guys, these guys are going to be on a lot of teams' radar, and it's going to be a bit of a bidding war for these linebackers. And uh, I just don't see the Dolphins playing that game right now. I don't either, not at that position. I, I think if they're, if they're going to uh, look at linebackers, they're probably going to look at depth, and they're probably going to look at outside. I, I don't think they're going to look inside. And I could be wrong, but that's just how I see it. Uh, I, th I think they'll probably uh, draft a linebacker, if, if not two, as well. Well, that's why it's always good that uh, all three of us have our own opinions. Because okay, none of us really know what's going to happen. Absolutely, so. yes. I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're guessing. Most more smoke and mirrors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, at this point, we don't even know who's getting franchised or anything this early. Well, that's Once, the thing too. When you start looking at the top of these lists, you got to really wonder if those guys are even going to be available. So that that's that's a concern as well, um, because uh, if they don't come to an agreement, uh, the NFLPA and the owners teams are going to be able to tag a couple of players if they choose to, and that, that gives them a, most teams a lot of flexibility, so they can pretty much keep whoever they want to keep if they can afford to keep them. Uh, so we'll see what happens. That's it. And all these teams are going to do whatever's going to be best for them. So, you know, there's going to be tag and trade deals, and, and they're, all, they're all based to maximize the return. It's going to be interesting. It always is. And we'll yeah. find out next month. Yes, we will. Uh, this guy on the market called Stefan Anthony, you know, yeah, he's a young kid that might uh, draw some interest. I'm kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> I was going to say, we just had him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We can bring up a whole raft of uh, ex-linebackers if you want. Uh-huh. No, people People are funny. I mean, uh, you know, uh, they, there was an article on uh, one of the uh, left tackles in the draft, and uh, somebody writes under it, I know who would help, uh, Laramie Tunsil. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, 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 it makes me shake my head because, dude, you know what we got for Laramie Tunsil? We robbed them. We literally robbed them. Yeah. Okay? Be happy instead of throwing it back in their faces, you know? I mean, I don't know. Pe people are so funny. And I like Laramie. Laramie's a good player. He's not a great player, though. And, uh, you know, they, they got a lot in return for him. I'm very happy with that deal as, as compared to some of the other deals that they made. Uh, now, does it hurt us short term? Absolutely. But they knew that, you know. That's just a deal they couldn't take a chance. They had to do that deal. Yes. He even said that he would have did it to himself. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, so. I don't know. Yeah, everybody's so bitter, and I I don't understand it. You know, we were talking about the quarterbacks, and uh, I I put a poll up. You know, how many people would uh, take Tua at five, and and probably almost twenty percent of the people wouldn't want to touch him. Now, you know, and that was assuming he's healthy. That was right. the question. You know, not obviously if there's medical concerns, and you gotta you gotta pause. But if he's healthy. And uh, he's available. I don't know how you pass on him. I mean, I, I honestly don't. I don't know how you pass on him because uh, the kid can play. Now, whether or not it works in the pros, you never know. But uh, he's, he's one. He's, he's uh, accurate. He's uh, smart in the head. You know, he's got good instincts. He seems like he has it, whatever it is. And uh, I don't know. I don't know how you would pass on that. You know, we've passed on so many quarterbacks that uh, 
You can't keep passing on them because they all come back to bite you when you do. So, uh, but enough of the quarterbacks, unless you guys have something to add to that. You know where I stand with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you want to. Yeah, it is what way. it is right now. I'll I'll be glad when uh, you know it's about the middle of May and we can be looking at our actual roster. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> that's that's the middle of May. We got to get to it. So. Well, Jim, Michael, give you the uh, the first reaction of my face since he'll be standing next to me at that draft. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I may, hope I may I'm, be filming you. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope I can get down there for that, but that's uh, that remains to be seen at this point. Yeah. We need to get you down there, the four of us. That'd that be would a be lot good. Of fun. That would be a lot of fun. So anyway, yeah, the three of our podcasters are going to be down at uh, the draft party at uh, Hard Rock Stadium. So we're trying to convince Jim to come down too, but he's got a he's got a long trek. So we'll see what happens. But uh, so you guys also looked at the uh, secondary. What'd you learn, Kirk? Well, I put some asterisks next to some of the guys that I like. Uh-huh. But, you know, obviously uh, Byron Jones is going to cost a lot of money, but I would like him. Uh-huh. These are just guys that I like. But I, I put a circle around uh, James Bradbury from Carolina. Uh-huh. And he's 27 years old. I'm, I'm looking. We, I know we need secondary help, so. We do. We're going to have to go out and get somebody. And you mean I, Nick? You mean Nick Needham can't take over the whole secondary? I like Nick Needham. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish his, he could. I wish I he could. He, let me just say this about Nick Needham, okay? He, now, granted, he was a rookie, he was a free agent, but he gave up like nine touchdowns last year. So while I liked him, I know he's not the answer. At least not yet in his career. Maybe he develops into a better cornerback, but he's not quite there yet. I'd, I'd like to get one of those, uh, one of those two guys. I, I don't know if it'll happen. You know, it's it's another one of those things where we have to spend some money. Yeah. Well, if you're going to pers- spend money, I think cor- cornerback is probably a position to do that as opposed to linebacker. Right. And if everything works out with uh, with Xavier, we do need somebody on that other side. So if we could get one of those shutdown corners, but we you know we have the draft to go through also. But if it was free agency, I would think him, uh, James Bradbury. I'm not so sure about that Logan Ryan guy. I mean, they're high on him, but he's up there in age. I have him down as 29 years old. Yeah, I think he's going to be 30 this year. But I'm with you, and a lot of this pivots on uh, what's going to happen with Xavier Howard. Uh, is the league going to suspend him? You know, what's what's how's that all going to play out? But I'm with you on the Byron Jones deal. Uh, he's he's a good player. He's He was on the top of my list as well, but... I'm not sure if we're going to pay Xavier Howard this top money that he's basically getting paid. I'm not sure they're going to going to want to spend on another number one type of cornerback. Who wouldn't love to have two number one cornerbacks on the team? But I I'm not sure that's going to happen. I I think again they 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 need help in the on the cornerback number two if you figure that Howard's going to be your first cornerback, but. You know, there's other guys down the way. You know, you got Trey Waynes, you got Jimmy Ward, Brian Poole. Again, these are second tier guys, but, you know, if you're going after a cornerback number two, that may be what happens. And a guy that could be relatively inexpensive is uh, Eli Apple. He had, he's had an inconsistent career so far, but uh, 
he's a guy that you might be able to pick up fairly reasonable and and maybe get his career back on track. I figure a one year, seven million dollar deal. Yeah, yeah. So kind of like a prove it contract, yeah. You know? Exactly, exactly. Because he has been inconsistent, but you know we're talking about a. Uh, you know, a first-round draft pick that's still pretty young. I think he's 25 or 6. Yeah, you know, he's, he's younger than that. I think he's 24. But, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, uh, he, he's a guy, you know, who has struggled. He, you yeah. know, he has struggled. So if you, if you feel like you can help him, then maybe maybe you take a chance on him for a year. But uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, there's not a lot out there that doesn't come with some risk. Uh, these yeah. guys, most of these guys are inconsistent or they're a little bit older, like right. uh, uh, Chris Harris Jr. is, yep. is 30. Yep. Uh, good cornerback, but for how long, you know? Right, right. Another guy I looked at was Brashad Breland and, uh, from the Chiefs. Uh, he had a good year last year, a couple of ints. You know, made an interception in the Super Bowl and all. Uh, but he's 28. He could be a good addition to the team. I mean, he's a veteran. He's got some years under his belt. He's got 12 interceptions and uh, 72 pass breakups and such. But, uh, you know, he's 28. You know, how much money do you want to spend on somebody that may not be part of the picture in two years? Exactly. Well, we got it. We have a kid up here, too, uh, on the Eagles, Ronald Darby, who's only 26. Right. So he could be somebody to look into, but there's good uh, there's good corners in the draft. We can get the other corner in a draft. Darby had a real poor season last year, but uh, two years prior he played pretty well. Hello, everyone. This is Mike from the Fin Fans Podcast. Interrupting the show just for a moment, uh, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Uh, if if I had a group of Dolphin fans uh, that uh, you could join, that spent time on social media discussing the team in a friendly, professional manner. Uh, is that something that would interest you? If it is, you'll want to come join our group. It's called Miami Dolphins Number 1. Uh, that's hashtag one. And, and not only do you get civil conversation and some great discussion, uh, but there's also contests and uh, games that we play. We have a suicide pool that runs throughout the season. We also have a weekly picks contest that runs throughout the season. There are prizes associated with those. Uh, we have random giveaways and raffles. There, there are prizes associated with those. Uh, we ask you to come check it out. Uh, you can um, sign up for the page between now and uh, April 1st for free just to sample the page. Uh, beginning April 1st, there is going to be a change, as will then be a subscription group. It will cost uh, $30 per year to join, uh, and that will include all the activities that I just mentioned, uh, plus anything else we can come up with. So check it out. Come over there. Mention you're a podcast listener, and I'll make sure you get in uh, without any problems. And uh, we look forward to seeing you. Let's get back to the conversation. Yeah, I think they're having problems with uh, – they were having a lot of problems with the defense defensive backfield up here this year. So I watched, you know, a good number of Eagles games, and I think some of it had to do with the coaching too. Maybe. There's a guy that uh, – I know the slot corner isn't really high on our radar right now, but uh, Mackenzie Alexander from the Vikings, he's uh, a guy that's only 26. You know, he's, he was drafted in 2016, second-round draft. He's a guy that missed zero tackles last year. So, you know, if this is a guy that you could pry loose from the Vikings, that's, uh, that would be a good addition to the team, too. Yeah, I have him on a list. Yeah, he, he might be a little high-priced, but uh, 
like you said, Mike, you know, a good secondary is something that you really can't uh, put a price on, really. Well, he allowed a, a 90.2 uh, quarterback rating against him. Really? Um, yep. Mike's got all the stuff to shoot our, shoot our stuff down, Jim. Yeah, no, I know. No, 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 no. you got to understand what we're looking at. We're looking at players that other teams are, are possibly thinking about replacing. Uh, so, you know, that's what we're looking at. All these guys have pros and cons to them. Um, I'm just bringing it up because it's there. Right. Yeah, we're right. just joking. No, no, no. You know, I mean, no, I get it. Alexander's coming off a, a minor knee surgery. He had a, a small tear in a meniscus. So, you know, he did miss the last part of the season. But, you know, he's he's a player that the Vikings want to bring back. It's just a matter of whether they can do that or not. Exactly. And the Vikings had a pretty pretty decent defense. So Yes. All right. What about safety? Go ahead, Kirk. What do you got? Well, I did have Justin Simmons till, uh Elway said he's going to franchise him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All those, all those guys that are up high on those lists, boy, they they've got everybody's attention. So I'm, I thought about, uh, well, McCourty's too old. Carolina's got a safety, Trey Boston. Yeah, uh, he, he's he high on my good. list as well. Yep. So if we were going to, if we we're going to try to get a safety, uh, you also got Clinton Dix up there. Ha ha. Yeah, ha ha. Yeah. He's 28. Uh-huh. I don't know how much you know how much he would demand, but uh, you know about, we also ten, had ten, uh, about 10 What do you years. guys think? What do you guys think we're going to do with uh, Talib? Just cut him, or he's done? Well, he's, we just bought, I, I we just bought a, that pick. We bought a draft. I, yeah, pick I think he's a free agent. Yeah, there's a little bit of smoke out there that he thinks he can play and all that, but I, I just, yeah, I just think we bought a, a draft pick there. Well, I think I think we're going to have to address the safety spot because now, I'm not the GM, but I would definitely myself uh, tell Rashad Jones to hit the pavement. Oh, without question. Oh yeah, he's he's out there. He's already out the door. We just haven't done it yet. Unless he comes back at a, at a lower number, I, I don't think he stays. Yeah, that, that contract is horrible. Yeah, there's a couple of guys you mentioned. Trey Boston, I think he would be a good one. You know, he's he's uh he's been in the league. He'll, this will be his seventh season, so he is getting a little on. But he's six one two oh five. Got a little got a little pop to him. Uh, obviously, a guy like Demarius Randall. Uh, or Justin Simmons, but these guys are going to get massive deals, and I just, I just don't see it happening, you know. But Von Bell, uh, strong safety for the Saints. He's 25 years old, coming off of his rookie deal. You know, 5'11", 205. He's got eight sacks and an interception, and five fumble recoveries. You know, this is a guy that's that's still ascending, and uh, again, a guy that the Saints want to bring back. But you know. A team that's established like the Saints or any of the teams that have been basically the same for a number of years, you know, they have too much cap nightmare and they can't retain everybody. So, you know, that'd be a guy that would certainly help our our, uh, safety department right off the bat. I have the Saints down at uh, 28. They they only have like $9 million in cap space right now. Yeah, well, you know, they're they're paying a lot of top guys and uh, that adds up fast when you got big contracts. Well, you got your top guys are uh, Anthony Harris and Justin Simmons and Devin McCourty. Now, do you have a shot at getting any of those guys? I don't know. Um, yeah, Simmons. A couple is of the- those guys we talked about, we can get. I think we could we could get a Trey Boston or a uh, or a Von Bell. Even a even a I don't know what you guys even think about Clinton Dix. Um, he's twenty eight. McCourty's thirty three years old. I have him at thirty three. 
Yeah, Dix, Dix and uh, Boston really are, are the same player, if you know what I mean. Yep. And we could probably get, I don't know, we could probably, they're basically the same age too. Yeah. And their stats yeah. are similar. Well, you're talking about can we get them. Uh, I'm sure we can. It's just a matter of if we want to throw enough money at these guys. So. Yeah, exactly. You know, I well, just. The question is, do you want to play, pay a safety $10 million a year? Because that's what these guys are going to get. Yeah, all um, of the top guys, yep. You know, if I'm going to do that, I think I would look at cornerback first before I, you know, did that with the safety. That's just me. Yeah, corner is definitely uh, a high priority. You know, but if you've got your Xavier Howard that's a top corner, potentially elite and all of that if he comes back, uh, if you have a, a, a top safety Man, you you can you can do a lot of damage in that. Oh, well, we had one. Oh, wait, never mind. Yeah, we yeah, kind of a little sporadically <laughs> here and there. He turned into one when he left, didn't he? Yeah, you not know, at the end he didn't. Not at the end he didn't. No. Yeah, he yeah, came the very, back down to earth, didn't he? Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, did. he did. He did, and and first he first he was versatile, then he wasn't versatile, know, and, and now he then he wants to be versatile again. So you know, it's um, I'm frustrated by how that deal went down, but. Uh, he just you know, wanted out of here. That's yeah, all. He, he just we just wanted out the door. You know, the grass is always greener, but uh, yeah. we'll see how green it turns out to be. That's it. So it's interesting looking at these guys. I mean, you know, our defense needs help. There's no question about it. But I think my concern, if if I'm putting together this defense, is they have to be better at stopping the run. They absolutely have to be better at stopping the run. They are getting ran over. Uh, so I, I think you're probably going to focus on, on you know the the front seven more so than the back end, and I think the back end you'll probably uh, address in the in the draft. Um, I don't know. It's 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 tough to say. It's funny you you said that about the run game because all of the guys that I've got down here on my my cheat sheets here are uh -huh. all are all good at tackling. Even right. if they're a little weak on one side of the pass protection or what have you, they're all solid tacklers. And that's fundamental football. And I've seen the Dolphins blow too many leads in games because of five missed tackles on one play. And man, if you can't tackle, you're in a world of hurt. It always bugs me. You know, you're watching professional football. <laughs> Yeah, guy should be able to tackle. It should it should come with the name of the game. You know yep. what I mean? You know, if I'm watching high school football, okay, kids can miss tackles. I don't care. But this is the NFL. These are professionals. They should not be missing the amount of tackles that they miss. Right, right. Yeah. You know what? What a big problem I see with it is. And I uh, in our hometown, I coached our for, uh, our football team here for 14 years. Uh huh. And we spent a, a good amount of time teaching them the proper technique on how to tackle and they went to high school and they were good tacklers. What I see now in in, uh, in the pros is just sickening because they don't try to rep. They try to take you out with a shoulder shot. They look for the big hit. And a right. lot of times right. that doesn't work out too well for them. But they weren't taught that way. Yeah, I don't know he, if they spend that much time, at, you know, with the limited amount of practice time they have now or they don't, you know, but they wrap up drills and stuff like that. That yeah. was, you know, it was important. It also had, was important because if you don't tackle properly – a lot of your concussions happen because of that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and since you were coaching for 14 years, you obviously saw the ones that you only had to tell something once and the rest of them you had to tell four times per practice for weeks on end. So, you know, that that's a huge deal. And I'm sure some of these kids that have the, the elite talent 
uh, that don't listen or aren't easily coached or don't want to do it a certain way, I'm sure some of those guys have made it into the NFL and, you know, they, they're still the same. They don't really want to hear what they're doing wrong at all. That's true. As, as a coach, you have to determine, is, is this a habit or is this, you know, defiance? And, you know, if it's a habit, you can drill them out of, out of the habit. If it's defiance, then maybe this is a player you don't want to work with. Yeah. You know, well, repetition, uh, repetition will, will, you know, breaks a lot of that. Right. You go over it and, and go over it and go over it. It becomes right. muscle memory and thought process. There's a lot that goes into that. But uh, when you're when you're going through those tackling drills and stuff, like, like Jim said, you'll see the ones that aren't getting it. And they're the ones that, you know, you, you concentrate on. They either don't make the first team, they're on your second team squad, and you have somebody working with them constantly till they do get it. But right. if you do a good job with it, usually at the end, you know, when they leave you, you know you taught them the right way. They're better, right. And that's that's the goal, right? Send them away better than when they got there. There you Absolutely. go. Absolutely. And we always try to do it because we have uh, three towns that go to our high school, and mm-hmm. you always want your the kids from your town to be the ones that are starting. So Of course. Oh, yeah. You know, it's a nice little competition between the three towns. Uh-huh. Anything else you guys want to add on uh, free agency? Uh, other than – you know, everybody has their own opinions, like you said earlier. It's so, everybody's so polarized where this guy's terrible and this guy is the, you know. Like the most, they know. Right? Yeah, like like they already know what's going to happen and how he's going to fit on the team. And, uh, you know, it's just, you know, everybody needs to, you know, have their own opinions. Obviously, I'm not telling you not to, but you got to, you know. I think it's kind hard of. to be. I think it's hard to be steadfast. You know, yes. oh, that guy's a bum. He's not going to make it. You don't right. know that. No, you don't. You don't know that. There's no way you can possibly know that because nobody knows that. Right. So, yeah. you know, I mean, the scouts get fooled. The the guys who do this for a living get fooled. What makes me think you know what you talk? You know, you know what you're talking about, and and it goes with us too. Yeah. We're making guesses, you know, based on the information that we have. But we're not experts. We're going to be wrong. We know it. Goes with the territory. But we, tr- we try and give an educated opinion, and we hope that we're right more times than not, just like the professionals, you know? Uh, so. You know, you know that- what's rough this time of year? What's rough is that everything is smoke screens, and we're reading all kinds of different things, and it, it gets Absolutely. frustrating because the media is trying to fill you up with a bunch of nonsense. It's contradictory, and- too. Yeah, yeah, and you don't know what to believe and what to base your opinion on, so you can only go with your own educated guess. Right, and my guess is Tua is on their, you know, on their hit list. You know, he's the guy I, they want. That's what I believe. Now I could be wrong. You know, they may decide that that uh, hip scares them and they want nothing to do with them. But we'll see. A uh, long way before April. So well, if we if we do take him, you're going to get a big hug. <laughs> if we don't take them, I'm looking for the nearest beer. <laughs> it might need to be stronger than a beer. Yeah, well, I didn't want it. Yeah, that's that's for sure. Well, you know, it's a it's I've a got, long I've got draft. Other it's a long draft. It's a long draft. Yeah, right, we're gonna yeah, be there a might, long time. You might usually have to pace I'd, yourself. Usually, when I would go there, as soon as we were done picking, I'd watch a few more picks and I'd get out of there. But it don't seem like it's going to happen this time around. Nope. No, unless they trade all their picks to pick early and then you're done. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's so, say. Yeah, but they might. They might trade a second pick to get back into the first round. We don't know. You never know, right? You never know. So, all right. Uh, let's go ahead and call it a show for tonight. I want to thank you guys for joining me. Yeah, pleasure as always. 
Absolutely. And, uh, thank everybody for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week, probably on Tuesday, maybe on Wednesday, but we'll be back next week. And uh, until then, fins up. Fins up, everybody. Fins up. Have a good night. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Network.